I'm going home to my city by the bay. I left my heart in San Francisco. Hello, Hayride listeners and fellow music lovers. Uh, since Chris and I have started doing this podcast last October, we have had reason to mention the passing of several incredible musicians, uh, regardless of genre, regardless of era, regardless of galaxy. Uh, since we've been doing the show, we have talked about the passing of Loretta Lynn. One of my fondest memories was sitting on my daddy's knee, listening to the stories that he told. He'd pull out that old photograph like a treasured memory from the past and say, child, this year's the family rose. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes, I said, come on over, baby. Baby, you can't go wrong. We ain't faking it. Oh, Lord, shaking going on. Jeff Beck. Tina Turner. And now one of the great voices ever, Tony Bennett. Somewhere in her smile, she knows that I don't need another lover. Something in her style that shows me I don't want to leave her now. You know, I believe in how. Incredible, smooth, and just generous, beautiful genius uh, of this guy. Uh, and hopefully we can give you some insight into Mr. Bennett's life. Tony Bennett is born Anthony Benedetto in Queens, New York, 1926. And he is one of those people, if you're born around 1926, 1927, uh, my dad was in the same situation, you pretty much wind up in the last year or so of World War II. And Tony Bennett goes to France. He's an infantry guy in 1944. He's with the 63rd Infantry. And he is part of the force that liberates some of the 
concentration camps near Dachau. And this Bennett throughout the rest of his life would comment that this was one of the most horrific, unnatural things he could ever imagine. He becomes a very aggressive person politically, very much a pacifist, and he really stays true to that belief. He is one of the musicians that participates in the 1965 marches in Selma, and he continues to appear and support Dr. Martin Luther King throughout his career of public speaking and activism. When Tony comes back from World War II in 1946, the GI Bill allows him to study music and to get a university education. He starts to play in lounges, restaurants, clubs, trying to establish himself. He gets a break in 1949 when Pearl Bailey hears him singing in a nightclub. And she introduces young Tony Bennett to big star Bob Hope. It's Bob Hope who suggests the name change, picking the stage name of Tony Bennett and dropping the Anthony Benedetto. That's that's Bob Hope. And Bob Hope takes Tony out on the road to warm up the crowds before Bob Hope comes out and does his routine. And Tony Bennett's a pretty big success as an opening act right away out of the gate in 1949 and 1950. In 1951, he gets his first two number one records. And his second single is a wonderful cover of Hank Williams' Cold Cold Heart. Yet you're afraid each thing I do is just some evil scheme. A memory from your lonesome past keeps us so far apart. Why can't I free your doubtful mind and melt your cold, cold heart? And Tony Bennett does such a nice job with this that it really gets Hank's attention and it changes the way that Hank approaches a jukebox when he goes into a restaurant. And Chris has a fantastic story. Yeah, so it's known that when he stops at a diner to eat, one of the things that Hank Williams will do is he'll play his own records on the jukebox. Well, after Tony Bennett releases his version of Cold Cold Heart in 1951, it goes to number one on the pop charts. Uh, of course, this will generate quite a bit of income for Hank Williams, so he has a good reason to love the song. And he actually calls Bennett at one point, jokes with him about having ruined the song, because if you listen to both songs, you'll hear that they're delivered in a distinctly different style. Another love before my time made your heart sad and blue. And so my heart is paying now for things I didn't do. In anger, unkind words are said that make the teardrop start. Why can't I free your doubtful mind 
and melt your cold, cold heart. In 1956, uh, and keep in mind that Hank has been dead for a few years at this point, uh, Bennett actually goes on to the uh, Opry and plays his version of Cold, Cold Heart. In the early 50s through the early 60s, you know, he releases a lot of number one songs. He re- Bennett is in the Guinness Book of World Records for having the longest span on top 10 albums for any living artist. Uh, as I mentioned, I left my heart in San Francisco goes top 10 in 1962. And then 59 years later, his second collaboration with Lady Gaga love for sale goes top 10 in 2021. Who's prepared to pay the price for paradise. love for sale. Let the poets pipe of love in their childish way. I know every type of love better fall than so they. have this guy who was widely critically acclaimed early in his career, who then finds some critical acclaim again later in his career after having this doldrums period for the better part of 20 years. Uh, it's nice that some of these guys aren't just pushed off into the dustbin of history. You know, there's a lot of people you can think of and you think, boy, it would be really cool if we had a lot of albums that we could listen to by these people, but their career ended and they never found the resurgence. So it's nice when you have a case like a Tony Bennett, where he was vital and relative again, uh, even long after his initial period of success. You're right, Chris, uh, on a couple of things here. If somebody has the longevity that somebody like Tony Bennett had, uh, or I think in, in terms of the things we talk about on the podcast, the other two great examples would be Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash, where you have an amazing run through some combination of the 50s and 60s. Parts of the late 70s and 80s are not very kind to your career. And then all of a sudden there's what people are gladly referring to as a second golden era. Um, certainly the Johnny Cash example in terms of the chronology is closest to Tony Bennett's. But yeah, both these guys spend the tail end of their career, not just with a victory lap of golden oldies, but with really incredible new original work. And in Tony Bennett's case, at the beginning of this, I described him as generous. The reason for that is when you get into the 90s and the 2000s, Tony Bennett is an institution at that point. And he's real active and out there, uh, much more so than Sinatra or a lot of other people from their era. And Tony Bennett spends that time doing duets with people like Elvis Costello. I'll ask you one question, you silly so-and-so. With all your dough, are you having any fun? What you getting out of living? What good is what you've got if you're not having any fun? Aretha Franklin. Oh, do you not run out of new things? 
Nelson worked together a bit, develop a good friendship. On the sunny side of the street, I used to walk in the shade with those blues on parade. But he's not afraid. This rover crossed over. And if I never have a sip, I'll be rich as Rockefeller. It's Tony Bennett. There's really nothing more you can say. The records are going to live on. The man will always be with us. Let me play among the stars. Let me know what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, Hold my hand In other words Darling, kiss me Fill my heart with song Let me sing 